The Money Show. Consumer Ninja. Wendy Nola, our Consumer Ninja. Insurers behaving badly. There's a common theme coming through this feature. Wendy Nola, what's the latest? (laughs) Okay, so when the insurers don't abide by the decision of the Ombudsman for Long-Term Insurance, they do run the risk, and a very big one at that, of being named and shamed when the Ombud issues what they call a final determination against them. And then they publish the case in all its revealing detail. And of course, they get named, which mostly doesn't happen in these case studies that these ombudsmen publish in the public interest. Okay, so yesterday, the Ombudsman for Long-Term Insurance, OLT for short, released its annual report for last year, along with the Ombudsman for Short-Term Insurance, OSTI, the two offices having merged um, in a sort of soft amalgamation in 2020. And taking up quite a lot of space in OLTI's report are five final determinations that the office issued last year. So how it works is if after considering the submissions by the complaint about their insurer, um, you know, to do with a dispute, the Umbud, um, and of course, by the insurer as well, counter argument, the, the Umbud issues a provisional ruling. If it's against the insurer, in other words, they take the side of the complainant, um, in some cases, the insurance will record their disagreement, but they don't formally challenge it. They just they accept, they accept it begrudgingly. But sometimes when they feel very strongly that they are in the right and the ombudsman is in the wrong, they lodge a formal challenge. And then there's a whole process of a series of meetings which culminates in a final determination. And if that determination goes against the insurer, that whole story including the name of the insurer, is published on Alti's website and in its annual report, as we saw right. yesterday. So the insurer is taking quite a big risk when they dig their heels in in this way because those reports are very revealing indeed. So I thought um, I would t- – not enough time for, for all five, probably not enough for more than two, but I thought let's, let me give an example of sure. how, how those um, determinations dish the dirt. Okay. So Mr. K – the uncle of the complainant had been in and out of hospital when he asked the complainant to take out a funeral policy on his life. So she bought what she thought was a funeral policy from Suntum. Her uncle died in January 2022, after which she lodged a claim. Suntum declined it on the basis that she hadn't bought a funeral policy at all, but an accidental stroke, natural death and hospital cash benefits product. Suntum contended that Mr. K had been added to the policy as an additional dependent, but he was neither living with her nor financially dependent on her, which Santam argued was um, non-disclosure on, on the complainant's part and entitled them to decline the claim. And uh, Alti said other complaints received by our office concerning this product show that the complainant's assumption that it was a funeral policy was not unique. Um, so they argued that when there's an unusual term or condition in a policy, such as this one, that the person had to be financially dependent on you and living with you, the insurer had a duty to draw attention to it. Ah, oh, said Santam, look here, this is we, we put it in this small print. <laughs> the adjudicator said, um, no, uh, it, it was too small to capture a consumer's attention. Their words, um, the adjudicator's view was of meeting was of the view that even if contractually the insurer was entitled to decline the claim, the benefit should be paid on the basis of fairness. And so Suntime agreed to pay the claim um, and the benefit of 40,000 Rand. <laughs> okay. Good. And then another case. So that's like 
And it's, these are things I deal with all, with all industries all the time. So that's like sneakily too small, small print, right? And obviously there were other cases about this particular product that went to Alti. And then, now this one is about mis, a misleading telesales call. And there were actually two in those five determinations. So this one was um, a policy was administered by a bank and underwritten by the Liberty Group, taken out in September 2019, providing cover for death due to so-called non-natural causes. The insured passed away just eight months after the policy was taken out. Liberty declined the complainant's claim on the grounds that the insured's death was not due to non-natural causes. But the ulti adjudicators pointed out that asked during the telesales call, you know, when this policy was being taken out, what cover he preferred, he said life cover. When the call center agent mentioned non-natural, it was in a rushed manner, the adjudicator said, <laughs> and often inaudible. And the insured it's, was never asked if he understood the terms of the cover. I, it just make you want to puke. No, no, but I love the fact. I mean, yes, as, as revolting as it is, I love the fact that these complaints go into the granular this detail. This much detail. And that's yes, so encouraging because, because that's, that's got to keep the insurers sharp, surely. The, the devil is in the detail. I've listened to many of these calls in my career, Bruce, and you can so clearly hear that the consumer is not actually getting what's what's on offer and what it's about. And, and it's clear, but the call center agent doesn't pick up on that either unintentionally or intentionally, we, we can't say. But anyway, this call, according to um, Liberty Group, passed its quality assurance process. Okay, so it must be fun. A subsequent adjudicator's meeting noted with concern that even though the insured was Afrikaans speaking, the call was conducted entirely in English. Um, from the insured, he kept talking about his medical conditions, right? And this policy doesn't cover medical conditions, only so-called non-natural. They didn't pick up on that. Um, they decided that an amount of 30,000 rand should be paid to the complainant by the insurer, being Liberty, as compensation for poor service on top of a refund of the premiums paid. But Liberty said that um, there had, in fact, been a meeting of the minds at sales stage and that they argued that the, the insured was perfectly intellectually competent to understand everything. And so they refused. They said, okay, well, the bank offered to pay 15,000 compensation. Um, but in the end, Ulti uh, uh, issued its final determination and instructed them to pay refund all the premiums and pay an amount of 30,000 in compensation. So they ended up paying 31,320 rand as a result. Amazing. I wish we had time for more, but that's just a little taste of the kinds of detail and uh, that comes out of these final determinations. The insurance are taking a big risk because here yeah, it's all laid bare. We can see exactly what went on and what naughtiness happened. Yeah, it's fabulous, Wendy, and I, I take huge... I mean, yes, it's frustrating that things go wrong. Um, things will always go wrong, of course, but it's. I, I take huge encouragement from the level of granular detail that the investigators go into when the complaints are aired, and you do get resolution. Wendy Nola, our consumer ninja.